Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Work Happy, the new podcast all about workplace happiness brought to you by WorkLife with me, journalist Angelica Malin. This season, we're going on a journey to dig deep into the secrets of workplace happiness with advice from experts, entrepreneurs and coaches in the field. This week, I'm joined by Chu Chow, co-founder of Perkbox, to explore the benefits of perks for retaining millennial employees. episode i'm joined by fantastic entrepreneur chu chow thank you so much for joining me you're the co-founder of perkbox um can you tell us a little bit about perkbox yes great thanks for having me well perkbox is an employee experience platform so our view is that every workplace should have uh you know perks and great uh and a great experience for their staff um so as a platform as, as a technology platform we offer a variety of services obviously we have perks and benefits we also have medical which is a on-demand medical platform uh that you can talk to your GP directly. Uh, we have reward and recognition. Um, and we have um, Perks Go, which is a, a local Perks uh, platform. So a variety of services to really help employees engage uh, with the workplace. And to backtrack a little bit, yes. can you tell me a little bit about your journey to where you are now, both career-wise and well-being-wise, how you got interested in this field? Wow. That's a really uh, interesting question. So I've, you know, I started Perkbox uh, many years ago, um, but the journey hasn't always been straightforward. I've always been a manager or a leader or an entrepreneur, someone who really believed in workplace happiness. Uh, it was really personal to me to ensure that my staff are not just performing at the very best, but also engaged and enjoying what they do. So culture for me is really important. So it's always something that's part of me as a as a manager, uh, but it's only when we've uh, properly launched Perkbox. So the business started in 2011. Uh, very different business altogether. It's a, it's a, it's a long story. But, uh, but pro- I've got time for a long you story. Do? You can tell okay, me. Okay, all right, got it. So uh, we started out um, as a, a B2B Groupon, if you, a daily deal site for business owners. This mm-hmm. is 2011. Uh, it didn't take off, uh, pivoted a few times. We really want to help businesses succeed at the time. Uh, but over the various pivots, we realized the best way to help businesses succeed is to help with their staff, to engage the staff and motivate their staff. So in 2015, we pivoted. So we launched the brand Perk Box in 2015 with the sole focus on employee engagement, employee um, experience and well-being. And that really just took off. Uh, and because what we did was we, we made, created a brand that people resonated with. Uh, we spoke directly with the employees and said, look, what do you really want in your day-to-day? What kind of perks, benefits, programs 
do you really want um, that would motivate you to engage with the staff? And the same with the, the, the employers. We asked them, what would you want uh, for us to help you with? Mm. Uh, and so that's how Perkbox came together and really kind of blossomed. So mm. what we realized is in the marketplace, especially you know, we serve businesses of all sizes. So some of the largest like Holiday Barrett and Nando's, but to all the way down to the, to the SMEs, especially in the mid-market space, there isn't another provider that is quite like Perkbox in the sense that we have a great engaging brand that speaks directly to mm. employees and really listen to them and really serve uh, to mm. their needs. Was it hard for you to pivot from the original concept? What you, Like mentally, was that hard? Were you quite tied to the original concept and then having to change? Was that difficult? <laughs> That's a great question. It really is because when you pivot, you're doing a few things. You're, you're telling yourself, uh, we screwed up. We had mm. to do something different. And it's really hard. And not just to ourselves, but to our team. Because they came on board with an idea of, yes, we are, you know, this business doing this set of tasks and this is our future. And for them to be told, no, we're not doing that anymore. You have to believe in us as management, as, as leaders, and we're going to go a different path. Mm. And so it was hard, um, but it had to happen. And I think uh, it took a lot of guts to do it. Mm. Uh, but I think a lot of founders should take um, pride in being able to do that because mm. there's no shame in doing that. You know, we, we found a path. Uh, to, our, to to where we are now because we, we we knew that we wanted to create something special that had social impact that had um, some some strong you know resonance with the, the marketplace mm. and Perkbox was the, the perfect thing for us uh, looking back we're very fortunate we pivoted a few times actually uh, to get to where we are to have a great team to have great culture and a brand that um, you know, we're so proud of mm. as uh, we're in a very fortunate place. Mm, I suppose it's about flexibility of mindset, you know, seeing not everything as a failure, but actually just need to come back, regroup and think about your strategy going forwards. Yes, absolutely. So when people ask, what are, if you were to distill all the things and all the insights that uh, you've been given uh, and, and told, what would they be? And my response typically is two things. To be a great entrepreneur or, or, or a leader or anything, it boils down to two key concepts. It's resilience and resourcefulness. Mm. So resilience is all about bouncing back. It's about seeing the bright side of things. Even though you had to pivot, you had to make changes, you have to announce, you know, uh, face failures and what have you. You need to be able to bounce back, you know, uh, and bring the people with you. And the other side is resourcefulness. I'm not the smartest guy, nor the most experienced. You know, none of us are when we're doing new things by, by nature, by, by being a trailblazer, you are learning as you go. Mm. And so how do you, how do you make a success out of that? You need to be resourceful. You need to find others that can help you along the way. You can find a different answer, um, to the same problem, uh, by researching, by bringing in new people, by seeking help. So resourcefulness for us was major, major in terms of how it got us to where we are now. Mm. And on the perks themselves, what kind of difference have you found, um, you know, being being subscribed with Perkbox gives uh, companies and what are the advantages of having perks in the workplace? Sure, sure. So we have, <clears throat> um, well, there's a, a perks as a definition is really broad. So uh, let, me, let, me see, let me tell you how I, I, I see perks, right? There are two types of perks in the workplace. So perks that are, there are lots of perks that are actually free. You know, you don't need perk box. I'm not, I'm not supposed to say that, but really in, in reality, you know, having great management, great people, uh, a mission, values, and a great culture, those are perks. And, mm. you know, anyone can have that. Uh, but what, what the other perks that we focus on and the perks that are more tangible, uh, that you can't source yourselves in terms of, you know, financial well-being discounts and, and, and savings, uh, some of the things that people love in terms of tangible perks, like this kind of cinema tickets, you know, 
movies, um, one perk that's really, really powerful, which we also call as a separate product, is a medical, Perkbox medical uh, product. It is a benefit, mm. but what we've done is we've created a private medical product that's actually affordable to the masses. Now, typically, you know, if you get private medical insurance, it's, you know, reserved for the, the directors mm. because it costs thousands of pounds a year. We, we cost, what we have costs a fraction of that. Mm. But because what we do is that we've spoken directly with the insurance providers to create a bespoke package for workers, people who are in the workforce. So typically in the insurance industry, bulk of the cost, especially private medical, is actually driven by people who are uh, more, more or less retired because mm. they need more medical help. So it draws, brings up the, the premium across the whole board. So because we've done a select package for Perkbox employees and users, we managed to make it really, really attractive mm. with all the great things that you would expect with private medical. It's interesting because I think what I see really often is companies advertising the perks that are perhaps a little bit on the superficial side. So they're yeah. like, you know, we have a ping pong table and we have Thursday drinks trolley yeah. and all this stuff. But I'm like, what I actually want to know about is what's your pension scheme and what do you provide tangibly to your employees? Where's your development? Um, and I think we have a little bit of a culture of only going for jobs that have those kind of pets and not going a bit deeper into stuff. So it's great that you're able to offer offer both. Yes, absolutely. What are some of your most popular perks on the site? Well, it's um, things that people can use on a regular basis. I mean, there are certain perks that are, uh, you know, you have like phone insurance and some of these things are a bit more um, less used, but the more popular ones are or the entertainment ones, like the the travel, the shopping, and the, the cinema tickets. And I use that with my, my family uh, quite often, actually. It's about half price almost. So from, instead of paying £12, you know, £6 per per cinema ticket, that's mm. great. Um, you know, free coffee. People love free things. Uh, it's it's a, the little things that matter. Uh, mm. It just pops up, so you know, congratulations, here's your next one, and, you know, free, free this, free that. Ultimately, What's really, really interesting and what's important uh, when you take on perk boxes is the relationship you have with management. So we always say, you know, how you introduce perk box to, to your team is really impo- as important as having it itself. Because for us, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a token of appreciation. So that communication with your, your team, your management is really important because uh, that, you know, like I said, perks on its own is just a utility, a tool. Mm. You know, our goal is to help create better workplaces, better cultures, better relationship with management and the team. So the introduction of perks and the p- program mm. uh, is really important to us. And can you also um, like reward the high achieving people in the company with perks? Absolutely. So we have what we call the re- award and recognition uh, uh, tool, which is, is, is uh, part of the package. So Perkbox is a lot more than perks. I think that's important to, to bear in mind. And we're adding more and more to it. So reward and recognition allows you to actually give recognition virtually and you can reward them with, with uh, you know, sponsored perks and prizes, hampers, like whatever you want to add to the, the existing mm. sort of perks. And, and so it's really about um, facilitating a lot of things you can, you know, plus, you, know, you can do offline, you do it digitally. Especially for especially for companies that don't have everyone in the same office, especially remote workers or retail, it's actually really really powerful because you have an app, and mm-hmm. so you can reward people. You feel a lot more, um, you know, a lot more sense of uh, connected. connected. And there's more of a community feel because you know, like I so said, you can get rewarded online on, on this sort of nice uh, sort of board and the perks, you know, reward recognition board. So you see your peers you know, working really hard, getting public recognition so on and so forth. It's a really powerful way of disconnecting people. Do you think recognition is an important part of having a happy workforce? 
Yes, absolutely. And, and that's one of the things that you can do for free as well, right? And I'll pat on the back a Friday, kind of say, hey, look, so-and-so done an amazing job. We can recognize that. Um, absolutely. It's just basic human need to be recognized. Mm. You know, yes, obviously, you know, we talk a lot about financial recognition, financial rewards of, of or just, you know, uh, non-financial rewards and lots of surveys. But you know, a lot of people say that you don't necessarily have to pay people more. You know, financial recognition is, is bonuses, what have you. And a lot of people say, based on a lot of surveys, it's, it's a, you get a bump in terms of happiness mm-hmm. and motivation, but it, it tapers off. Uh, whereas if you have social recognition, you know, that kind of public display and, and, and do it on a sort of mod, sort of a, an ongoing basis has a much more profound impact in terms of overall motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so Park Box is part of that story, right? Mm-hmm. So like I said, management needs to be bought in. Mm-hmm. And some of the biggest challenges that we have in terms of deploying Park Box is the management mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, we work with people who are trying to improve the management style, trying to improve the culture, mm-hmm. have that view that we can create a better place. That's that's where we start. So for people who don't believe in that world, it's really hard to get them to to mm. change and adopt this because you know you just it's a tool in, in on its own. But we really need management and employees to kind of buy into this concept of creating a better workplace together. Do you think that the world of work is changing? Do you think people are more open to, to like different styles of work, to rewarding people and trying to create a happy culture? I think it's it's a massive generational thing. Mm. So millennials now are such a big part. Part of the workforce, you know, surveys have shown that it's about a third of the workforce. What's interesting is that this generation, this millennial generation, is forcing management to really rethink themselves. Because mm. you know, if you were to survey millennials, what do they believe in? They believe in purpose, mission-driven businesses. Mm. They believe in um, themselves. Uh, they won't go in and, you know, the, the traditional older generation would say, look, you know, spend your time in the mailroom, put in the hours, mm. get that promotion, job for life mm. kind of thing. Mm. That doesn't exist anymore, clearly. Um, but even more so, millennials are demanding change or they'll go to another place, right? They'll ask, what's the purpose of your business? What's the mission? Does that align with my personal view of the world? Mm. And all these views are, are amplified through technology and social media. And so you have Glassdoor, you have all these things, uh, that tools that people can use to say, okay, right, I love this company and I'll talk about it. I hate this company and I'll talk about it as well. Mm-hmm. And so management is really waking up in a way. Mm-hmm. And all the good managers are realizing, yes, I have to change. I have to learn. I have to use tools and have to show that I care. I have to use, you know, we also put box insights, which is powerful to, I forgot to mention. And I think, um, we believe that it's the future of where Perkbox is going because by measuring employee sentiment in real time, we can actually act on it. So it's not just about giving perks. It's about really understanding the sentiment uh, of, of your team, knowing at whatever time, how they feel about certain programs, management uh, positions and things that have been enacted. Mm. So all this is all kind of connected, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, definitely. I think you've put it in a very positive light, but I also think the flip side of that is millennials are quite flaky and kind of, I don't know, want to move through the world at a pace that perhaps my parents didn't, where mm. they would stick with something that they weren't enjoying or they would, um, I don't know, they would, they would, yeah, they would see out a job that, that they were hating because they felt like they were on a ladder. And I think my generation 
position are much more like, no, I only do things if I feel like they're fulfilling my greater goal and I for my purpose and I've got to get in my self-care and everything. And it's just a different way of thinking about yes. work. It's, yeah. I think work has become more of a lifestyle thing than simply just a nine to five or something you do to make money. It's actually, does this fit 360 with my whole lifestyle? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In a way, that's the two sides of the same coin, right? Uh, you know, you're saying this is my world, this is my lifestyle. Either you conform or you get out of the way. Mm. That's really how, how it is. Yeah. So you have to be able to offer all these things that kind of keep them involved, keep them interested, feel yeah. motivated. It's the pace. I think the pace of change, mm. the pace of, you know, promotions mm. and reviews, that for me, even I'm, I'm you know, I'm in my early 40s, but still it's, it's a shock for me because that's not what I was going through, you know, 10, 20 years ago where you, you wait for your annual review. Mm. Now it's whenever a great project has been done. Yeah. Uh, let's assess my package. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I just did yeah. something good. Yeah. Um, so what we're seeing now is, is a shift from company-centric policies and views to employee-centric policies mm. and views. Really interesting shift. This is an HR thing, right? So people are saying, look, reward employees when they deserve it. Talk about problems when they need to. Everything needs to be at the pace and at the sort of employee as the focal point. That's a really interesting shift in terms of HR and management, how all these systems are built. Uh, it's, it's being more employee-centric. So the tools that we have are just that. So we launched Perkbox in that vein of, let's start with the employee. What do they really want? They want happiness. They want engagement. They want you know, great coaches, you know, mission, purpose, all the things that we've spoken about um, there and, and you know, operating and, and present. People are talking about it. It, it needs to be real to them. Mm. You can't be just some marketing blurb on the wall. Yeah, they have to really tangibly feel it. I mean, my dad worked for the same company his whole life. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, can you imagine some of my generation doing that now? No, like, you know, I have friends who say, oh, I've been there a year, so it's, you know, time to yeah. move on to something else. <laughs> you know, a whole life committed to one company. It's yeah, just, it is. It is just that. Uh, it's, it's a new world. <laughs> um, are there any other secrets that you found for a happy workplace, whether that's design, environment, anything, really? Well, you know what? <laughs> I've learned a lot over the last few years um, about leadership and management. It boils down to to what you know, the founders, the owners, the, the, the senior management um, views as important because they they hold the keys. Uh, and, and and when you get bigger as a company, so we have over two hundred sixty people now. The directors, the middle management, hold the keys to to employee happiness. So start from the top. What we really need to understand is. Is, is that great management uh, and the ability to create great cultures and and, and, and and really learn about what good management looks like mm. are really important to real happiness, employee happiness. And these tools are adopted by people who are trying to be good managers, trying to create a better workplace. Mm. Um, and that's that's where it all starts for me, really. Um, the problem starts with management. Be, you know, there's a public quote, there's people leave managers but join companies, Right. Now, you interview nine out of ten people, it's probably because of their immediate surroundings, like whether the, the peers or the managers they can't get on with, that's why they leave. Mm. But, you know, but they still may, may still love the company and mm. what the company stood for. So it's really powerful in terms of looking at this from a micro perspective yeah. uh, as opposed to a macro perspective. And an individual perspective on a smaller level is, do, are you getting on with the person? Actually, you know, it resonates with me so much. So many of my friends have left jobs because they couldn't get on with their manager and they liked the company, what they were about, but it was this one person yeah. and it was just, that was their roadblock to progression. 
makes a break yeah, your, 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 your career there in that, that business absolutely mm. so that's and, why yeah, yeah and yeah. it's also about competition as well isn't it is it sometimes feeling like maybe you're being blocked or stopped from progressing in a job because of someone above you so that transparency is really powerful now the days of like LinkedIn and social media you can just get online so look okay I know what I'm getting paid um, I can get paid you know doing something else and someone can just I could just ping someone and ask about it. That transparency of information wasn't what our parents had, right? That's why it's sort of that fear of the unknown. Millennials don't have that fear anymore. And that's really, for me, it's great. It's great for, for, for our culture, our society, that you are you understand your self-worth. It's a really, really important concept to, mm. to really internalize. Like every, doesn't matter what stage in your career, you should always understand your true self-worth in terms of what you can add to the to the business and, and, and be, be strong about that. Don't, don't let anyone slow you down. And I think that's the key thing. Uh, and, and being vocal. So that's for me, looking at the millennial generation is, is probably the best generation I've seen in terms of really understanding the true human potential and, and living it mm. and really talking about it. Mm. And I think a lot, millennials are a lot more entrepreneurial. I think because we have so many tools at our disposal to just launch things, fund things, whatever it is, it doesn't feel like there's so many blocks to starting your own thing. So I think a lot of people go to work for companies and they think, do you know what, I can do this, or I've seen an idea and I'll get this person and we'll do something together. And that kind of spirit of entrepreneurialism, I think, runs through the generation. Yes, absolutely. So I grew up in a fa- no, family of, of entrepreneurs, but like perhaps like your dad, you know, he had a business, small business, but the way he was institutionalized, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do anything experimental about the mm-hmm. business. It's a standard stuff. It's, you know, he's working for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, nowadays it, it's about trying new ideas all the time. If one doesn't work, we try the next one. Mm-hmm. Who cares, right? Yeah, we move on through. Exactly. I wanted to talk briefly about flexible working because mm-hmm. you guys have brought flexible working into your company. Yes. And I wanted to hear about that and how does that actually work in practice? Got it. Um, it's not for everybody, I have to say. I think, uh, you know, we look at the product box culture. Um, we're a very millennial driven, sort of dominant millennial uh, kind of culture where um, we embrace technology quite readily. We use Slack. We use all these communication tools. Uh, we use um, you know, people management tools like, um, you know, a lattice for OKRs and, and performance reviews. So we do have a lot of systems to manage um, performance and, and, and kind of track and help people grow. And we have... Uh, these things that really allow for remote working because whether you're there or not, we can, we can easily communicate mm-hmm. one and two, uh, measure and understand what results are, are being delivered. So if that's, you know, if we're results driven and very clear about that, it doesn't matter where you sit, right? I think that's a, it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously it relates very strongly to management style. So if you have a manager who needs to, you know, who likes to micromanage and, and just see that someone's sitting there to kind of connect the dots and, and to feel comfortable that they are actually doing work, well, that, this will be a challenge for them, mm. right? So I think a combination of having the right tools and technology mm. and, and having the right management mm. philosophy is really important to making you know, remote working possible. And how, um, how flexible is your flexible working? Like, can people work remotely? Like, how often can they do that? I think using common sense is really the, the, the guiding principle here, right? So if you have meetings uh, and, and it makes sense to be in, in the meeting, well, you have to be there. Uh, if you need day to write a big piece of work or some, you know, quiet time at home, 
you do that. Uh, so it's it's really uh, on a case by case basis. Mm. Obviously, you know, for example, sales it's impossible because we have phones, landlines. They have one of you know uh, have the energy of, of being with the group. Um, so yeah, you have to be in the office, and you know should be because you should want to be in the office because yeah. you're amongst that sort of. So within a larger company culture, there are actually subcultures, mm. and I think that's another you know topic. But sales is a good example of that. So you, you know you need to be there because you want to thrive off the energy uh, of other people. You know closing deals and hearing the music and the clapping mm. so yeah it's hard to you know have remote working in that group but marketing or engineering what have you it's it's uh, it's a lot more flexible do you think it's good for attracting people with different setups and situations like new parents or people that need to be at home for a certain amount of time in the day does it do you think it helps kind of stop marginalizing those people and bring them back into work yes absolutely but we have another program that's actually very complimentary we have unlimited holidays do you? Yes. So you can take time off, um, you know, see kids at school and do whatever you need to do. Like I said, it really forces management to um, be much better, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not a free-for-all, right? And so the, the principle of, of, of management that we go by is is empowerment. You know, we treat people like adults, kind of like what you see with, you know, what you've read in Netflix and there's their manifesto. It is about re- being, um, you know, responsible uh, and having management talk about real important things not about policies and the fact that you have to be there at 8 or 9 and leave at 10 whatever leave at 5 so so do what you need to do to achieve your results we hire the very best people we can hire um, and we have that trust with them so it all boils down to how, how you create this management framework and allowing great people to, to thrive. Obviously, you know, when you have very like-minded people, it actually marginalizes those who are not like-minded, meaning those who are abusing the systems or not pulling their weight. You know, when you create... So I like to use this analogy of creating a sports team. You you know, you, you, you get on the pitch to win. We're not there just to kick the ball around. So if you want to, you want to win, you want to make sure that you have the best team possible and you support each other and, you, you know... And you have that winning spirit. Mm. So that's really a big part of the Pregboss culture. It's not just about having a fun culture. It's about a, a you know, winning, performance-driven culture. Mm. So the combination of the two is really, really powerful. Shared goals. And absolutely. But, but you need to achieve the goals. You need to want to achieve the goals, right? Mm. You're not just there for a paycheck. Mm. You know, if we can really, truly change society and impact the workplace for thousands of businesses and hundreds of millions of employees... That's a very exciting goal. Mm. So that's the kind of thing that, you know, as, as a leader, you want to keep repeating. Mm. Um, because for us, for me, it's probably the 15th time or 20th time I've said that. But for somebody, it could be the first time, mm. right? So as, as a leader, it's, it's important that you talk about your vision, your mission, and repeat that and, and have the management and have the culture to support these things. So yes, working it from home, taking time off, these things are, in the whole scheme of things, normal for us. Because we want great, hardworking people yeah. doing their best and bringing their best selves to work. Mm. And it's you not, want retention. You want people to stay with you. Well, that's that's a side effect, right? Mm. You know, people will stay if you treat them this way. Mm. Mm. How does unlimited holidays actually work in practice? So, do they are they paid while they're away? Yeah. 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 And they can take as much as they like. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I think I'm done with my day job. I will be well, sending an application through tomorrow. Uh, we just implemented it this year, but you know, so far so good. It, it really is about being employee centric. Like I said before, like if you've done a big, big project and you know really hit your, your targets, take some time. Mm. We're not going to tell you 
Mm. You know, you cannot or whatever. We're not going to monitor. It's, you know, be, be grown up about it. Well, I think it's about working smarter, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. But I'm definitely getting a job. <laughs> I will be sending my. I don't actually. I'll look out for your CV. I don't actually have a CV. But if I had a CV, I would send you my CV. So, um, just for our uh, final quick fire round, um, I've sure. got a couple of quick questions. So, what are three healthy foods that you couldn't live without? Wow, um, healthy foods, salads. I eat. Lots of salads. Any particular kind of salads? Simple. I'm a very boring salad eater. <laughs> okay. I, I, I eat tomatoes, rocket, and balsamic vinegar, really, a really thick one. That's incredibly That's boring. It. Yeah, no, but I love it. That's it. <laughs> no yeah. cheese? Put some cheese in there. Sometimes, a bit of Parmesan. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, other foods? Um, I'm also a very adventurous eater. So I, I, I like to cook all sorts of food, like curry. I like, you know, coconut and duck curry last night. Amazing. Nice. Uh, kids love it. My wife was like a bit iffy. <laughs> Uh, but that's a lot of fun. I do sometimes cook in the weekends, so that gives me a bit of downtime. Mm. I normally drink more than I cook, so it gets a bit hairy. <laughs> yeah. glasses <laughs> exactly. Oh, the ingredients are kind of blurs. Um, what's your third one? Um, sweet. Do you like anything sweet? Uh, red wine. Red. That's not sweet. You know, I just I do like my wine. I'm, I'm not a avid drinker, but it kind of complements my food. You're a good drinker. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, three forms of exercise you love. Um, been going to the gym just recently. I'm a yeah, I just jog treadmill and not, not you know fancy. What? I don't think you need three. Do you know what? Do you know what? I do gym, uh, but um, over the summer I used to rollerblade a lot, loads. When really? I was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can I do imagine all sorts. you rollerblading. Yeah, I do. I do. I went to uh, university in Boston, so Boston University. It's a great rollerblading city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did years of that. So I take my kids out over the sort of summer was the weather's quite nice. That's yeah. Amazing. I think that's definitely yeah, lots of points there. Renovating in a duck curry. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, um, what do you do on a daily slash weekly basis for your mental health? Uh, my, kind you of know de-stress. What? You know what? I, I love my time, that commute between home and work. So a lot of people hate it. But I put on my earphones, listen to calm music. Now, 45-minute commute from like Elon Broadway to like Liverpool Street is, is actually, for me, because I get on at the, at the very beginning, I get normally get a seat. Mm-hmm. It's actually nice for me. I sort of sit and meditate, you close your eyes. Mm-hmm. You can actually get a lot of that calming effect. A lot of headspace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not many people find their commute relaxing. I do, because I kind of block everything out. Mm. Just go adrenal zone. Yeah, exactly. Is so. there anything else that you do for, for de-stressing? It's just, no. <laughs> I think that's, that's it. it. I don't just have time. I don't have time. Oh, I'd love to go to the gym more often, actually. I mean, but... Um, Class pass. Yeah. Class is pass it? is my thing. I do pay to gym. You've got to go on class pass. I'll give you a referral really? code okay. later. Okay, cool. <laughs> and finally, what makes you happy at work? Doing doing uh, meaningful work. I think that's important. You know, I think I've done a lot in my careers. I've you know moved around a lot, created great business, um, I sp- and I spend um, a good part of the time at Perkbox, but also do a lot of advisory work and non-exec work with other businesses and founders. I do a lot of outreach, um, helping others. I think that for me is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, telling my story and, and, and trying to help others solve their problems. You know, as as a leader. Um, as an entrepreneur, as, as someone who's trying to grow a business. I think for me, that's really meaningful and it's something I want to continue doing. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing fantastic work. If people would like to find out more about you and your company and they would like to perhaps join up, where can they find it online? Well, just go to perkbox.com. And same on social? Yes, it is. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. to this week's episode of Work Happy. If you're looking to work happier, book your free week at any work-life space at work.life forward slash free trial. Thanks for listening and don't forget to share, subscribe, rate and review. We'll see you next time and until then, work happy. Candy Store production for Work Life, hosted by Angelica Malin and produced by Van Connor. T-shirt weather by Poddington Bear appears under Creative Commons 3.0 with podcast recording facilities in partnership with Work Life. Visit work.life for more information and you can find us at candystoreproductions.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.